This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. That sounds so good. To um, some serious XM station with Danielle on Saturday, and did like an hour straight of cake, and it reminded me how much I love this band about 20 years ago. Not much as uh, you do, though. Though you actually saw these guys live in concert. Yep, I saw them. Very cool. Very good. Next what year was that? Uh, probably five, four or five years ago. Forest, oh, that, at Forest oh, really? Hills. Yeah, Forest Hills. Yeah, with Ben Folds. How uh, how good of a venue is that? It's a good venue. It's it's strange because it's in the middle of that neighborhood. Um, well, like Yellowstone Boulevard? Boulevard? Yeah, off Queens Boulevard. Forest Hills yeah. Gardens. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. And it's the neighborhood is right there. And they used to have shows a long time ago in the 70s, 60s, right. 70s. Right. And then it stopped. And then they've just uh, they come back. Come back. All right. But there's a curfew, 10 o'clock. Everything, really? everything has to stop. Is that right? Yes. That's a city-imposed curfew? Yeah, uh, it is because I think of the uh, neighborhood itself. Well, we'll find I out. Believe, cause I believe because this guy uh, will know. This, uh, will know. The great Anthony Weiner, who, of course, is uh, on every Saturday. I have no idea what time. What Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Anthony is uh, filled in last week for Murano and was really good, really good. And he's going to join me for a couple of minutes here. First of all, let's get the uncomfortable stuff out of the way early. Uh, next week, believe it or not, you may not even know this, but I do. Next week, believe it or not, is 10 years to the day since your second issue with your past. Um, have you thought about that? Is it, not have you really. Just moved on? So here's the thing. By the way, when I, I, Dominic and I filled in for you while you were away for 4th of July. Yes. Thank nice, you for that. Nice sleepy time. I want to tell you, and, and I'm not just saying this to blow, blow smoke up you, but... The spike that I saw on my weekend show, because a lot of people are like, we had no idea this guy was even on, and then I filled in a few. I hadn't really thought about it much, but I went and I asked a few people when I was filling in for you and filling in for for uh, Murano, how much do I go back and revisit that? Because this is a new audience. A lot of people didn't know I was on the station. And almost universally, people said, if anyone brings it up, talk about it, but no one brings it up anymore. I, I, to be honest with you, I think about it a lot because, you know, you and I both from recovery. We were trained to, like, the whole idea of never closing the door on your past. And never coming to regret it. Listen, it, it, it is what it is. It's part of my head. But it, it brought me to where I am today, and so I'm happy about that. And you're doing great today. It's nice of you to say. No, By the way, I'm, I'm asking you. I mean, oh, I, I think oh, you yeah. are. I mean, look, being here, being on radio is great for me. It's just the right amount of politics without it being an obsession. 
you know, I got an 11 year, 11 year old son, my relationship with Huma, we're not together, but it's amazing. My, my life is, has, has gone on every day, you know, every day is a day I'm grateful for. Well, there you have it. So Anthony, by the way, I tried to watch Graveson last night. You tried to? I, I get, I have Amazon Prime. I go on. They wanted money from me, Sid. Yeah, here's another guy. I mean, could you be, could you be more stereotypical as a Jew? You got to spend eleven dollars for ten hours of programming. Do you know how many services <laughs> I subscribe to and everything else on? Unbelievable. I know it is. You're right, and and a lot of folks do complain, but I, I I will guarantee you this: if you go to the movies, let's say you take your kid to see Barbie, he's a boy, he won't want to see that. But you're going to spend a hundred bucks. Yes. You're going to get almost yes. ten Spider- hours. Spider-Man was for a hundred dollar experience. Right, right exactly. Yeah. So you're going to get for, for one tenth the price. I promise you, you're going to love it. All the Brooklyn, you love that stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is this is you. I mean, if I want to find out why Lewis had to go home at ten o'clock. After a cake concert in Forest Hills, you'll know the answer why. What is the answer to that? Well, Forest Hills Gardens is a private community. It was it predated the city of New York. So they have their own rules, their own parking and everything else. Now, you know this. The U.S. Open used to be played there. The U.S. Tennis Open used right. to be played there. Right. But it is nothing like the modern arena. It is cheek to jowl with people's homes. And a matter of fact, most people, when they come there, they can't park anywhere close. They've got to go to the subway station along on the railroad or the, 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 the train on Continental and then walk over there. So when they, when they wanted to bring back concerts, they said the only way we'll let you do it is if you turn down the volume early and keep Riff Raff like Lou out of here. That's the only way they said they would do it. <laughs> ah. They tried. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw you last week when you were leaving after filling in for Murano, and we got involved in a discussion. Uh, I'm a Rockaway Beach guy, Bell Harbor, you know. And it's a beautiful area. Amazing. Amazing, yes. But I got to ask Joanne Ariola. Are you friends with Joanne? Oh, yeah, we, we go back. We go way back. Okay, great. So uh, I believe one of the things she needs to do, before I say she's doing a good job, is clean up 116th Street, which is way too close to me. I mean, it's not right down the block. I'm not going to give away my address. But it's too close for me. It is littered with homeless, really crazy-looking folks. Well, they used to have a group home right there. So they I think still, it's still do there, yeah. on the beach. So why is it you've got these gorgeous multimillion-dollar homes six blocks away, and 116 is still a hellhole? You know, here's the thing with Rockaway, and you know this. Like, it is this combination of people who are like, we always get ignored down here in Rockaway, and other people say, don't tell us about anyone here. We don't want anyone, anyone coming down here. So 116th, it's the first subway stop that really, when you're on the that long train on the A train, and someone wants to come out there, I got to tell you, the other problem, and this is unpopular to say, that Flight 587 Memorial should not be there. Talk about the actual the that, tribute park? You no, know, the, the big memorial that's right on the beach. That should be, first of all, the plane crash did not happen there back in 2002, 2001. It was, two, it was two months after 9-11. Two months after 9-11. And it's right across the street from Harbor Lights. Right. That's on 131st Street. It's not on the beach. Oh, there may be a memorial no, on the, the beach. No, memorial that's it. So, but the look, plane crashed on 131. That's right, and on the Bayside. Right. The water, the engine fell into the Bayside, the fatalities that right. they had there. The only point I'm making is they've made 116th Street a little bit of a, of, a, uh, uh, of a magnet for folks who are just coming to visit, which is great. They have some beach shops and things like that. They do. The surf but shop. Yeah. So the problem on 116th Street is the same as the rest of the city. There are not enough cops down there because, you know, the, the 100th Precinct, they're, 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 that's not an action precinct. So they don't have a lot of cops down there. There's no cops there. Well, Zero. Well, also also the cops they have in the beach are at the, when during the summer, they're down by the beach, keeping an eye, making sure they're along the boardwalk and stuff like that. Look, this is probably boring for people who are not from Rockwood, but what I'll say is this. 
is that in a lot of ways what's going on in Rockaway is what goes on in the rest of the city. Right. You I need more that. cops and more mental health people. There you go. And and you and I both have, you know, you have a, a close relationship than I do. I say to Eric Adams, you should do a three-part thing to make everyone happy. 500 more cops, 500 more correction officers, and 1,000 more mental health workers that walk around try to get these people off the street. And there's not enough of them out there in Rockaway. It's funny you mentioned Eric Adams. So for about the last four or five weeks, I've not been very close with Eric. In fact, I'm one of those guys where I will compliment you today, but if you do something I deem not good, I'll kill you tomorrow. And I've spent the better part of four or five weeks killing Eric Adams, even doing comedy bits on this show about him. So all of a sudden, Anthony, unprovoked, yesterday morning after the show, swear to God, I get a text from Eric. He goes, I don't know what's got you all riled up, but I'm the same guy you had dinner with two months ago. I'm the same Eric. And I don't want to get into it over text that he called that lady a plantation owner, a Holocaust survivor. There were four or five different things that really bothered me. I said, do me a favor. Let's just meet face-to-face. So it looks like there's going to be a sit-down, like the old mob style, with me and the mayor coming up next week. Well, that's great. I go, you know, when I was on with, with, um, with Dominic for you, I reached out to the mayor. I said, man, this would be great for me if I get – and he said, sure, 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 talk to my people. It got back to me that the answer was no because they didn't want to do anything. If they were going to come on, they wanted to come on with you. He did say that. If they were going to be, right? yeah, not yeah. him. He, right. you know, he says yes, 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 yes. That was yes. Fabian Levy, Fabian, maybe. Right, right. right so right. I think it's sincere. Look, here's the thing: is is the mayor is this weird combination of acting in public like he doesn't give a darn, and then secretly being very. He really gets to him when he's criticized. He's yes, a fairly he thin skin yes, guy. He, does. he said to me yesterday in one of the texts. He goes, "You know, you're criticizing me." He goes, "But the truth is, we're the same person." And I said. We are similar. I said, I'll take it a step further. You're not going to want to hear this. So is Donald Trump. Donald Trump acts as if he doesn't care. He gets crazy. Donald Trump is the guy. Eric Adams is the guy. I said, you don't want to hear this, Mr. Mayor, but you're a lot like Trump. And he sent me back kind of the giggling emoji. Yeah. Like he didn't argue with me. But he's also, look, he sees himself as being this coalition candidate between the right and the and the, the the right version of the Democratic Party, which doesn't exist. So you're kind of a barometer for him. If he's losing you, because he's losing the left. So if he's losing you, he knows he has a real problem. So you know. So what does he do? I mean, you gotta you know this, Anthony. Yesterday, the Post printed an article: seventy percent, seventy percent of New Yorkers don't feel safe. Even that low light piece of garbage. You may like him, I don't care. The Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg. He admitted he's nervous, gets a pit in his stomach when his family goes on the train. So what does Eric Adams do moving forward? Well, I th- look, it, it is always, it's a lag time between the time that crime starts to improve and the time you get any credit for it. It didn't happen very quickly under Rudy either. You know, for, for two years into Rudy's administration, we, we have this notion that it was a light switch that went off. Two years into the administration, there were still stories about do something, Rudy, here, do something. So it's going to take a little bit of a lag time. The problem is that he has to, the mayor, in my opinion, I don't want to psychoanalyze him, he has to lose a little bit of this idea that simply because the numbers are down 15 or 20 percent means the whole world wakes up in the morning and says, oh, that's all solved. And so he's got to kind of understand that. He can't take it so so personally. Um, you know, I think he, he has shown signs the last few weeks of being very prickly, like he's getting yes. ticked off at the very world. Very sensitive. Yes. yes. Can't be like that. Yeah, I agree. Not when you're the mayor. So outside of the crime. Anthony Weiner, if you were in public office today, and you are a great politician, if you were in public office today, what are the two or three things that are really major issues outside of crime 
that you'd have to battle here in New York? Well, look, the, 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 the fundamental problem that we have, I think, in New York is bringing people back, bringing people back to work and everything else. I think if you had a campaign proposal, if you had a, a platform of saying, I'm going to reduce taxes on the middle class, I'm going to eliminate, ten, you know, like take 10 percent of all the government programs. Everyone knows that if you made a whole list of government programs, there are going to be some at the bottom that don't work so well. Say, I'm going to have press conferences eliminating some bad stuff also, not just ribbon cutting to, for, for new things. But also, I would start to push some of these issues that put the left on, on the deck. If they say no to cops and no to correction officers, how are you going to fix up Rikers? How are you going to get to crime? And so I would say, well, put in your mental health workers as well. The problem that Eric Adams has is he has a, he has a city council that's crazier than any time that I served, any time that Rudy served. They are out there. They don't care about getting stuff done. They just want to be oppositional. And I think he should have those fights. I think those fights will show who he is. Well, that really came to the fruition yesterday because I believe it's the first time since Bloomberg that Adrian Adams and the council vetoed something the mayor put forth about three weeks ago on that housing plan. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, the housing plan is too obscure for people to understand. I, I, I said Including to, me. <laughs> I, I, said, I said to him early on my proposal – do a Rudy thing of uh, uh, and a Dave Dinkins thing of saying let's hire more cops and let let the let there be a freakout, but also say I'm going to put correction officers. You're concerned about people on Rikers Island, so am I. I'm going to put more correction officers and some mental health workers that go out. Cops shouldn't be doing that. You should have mental health workers strolling the streets trying to get you know a grand total of one guy got taken off the street by the cops because the cops said this isn't what I do. I didn't right. have to sign up for this. Right. So those types of things. I mean, you got to make he's he's having the wrong kinds of fights. I mean, fighting old ladies at town hall meetings, no. He should be fighting Adrian Adams. And yeah, it's like, fight yeah, these guys. Yeah. Show who he is to the rest of us who are like, yeah, I kind of agree with him on this issue. This is uh, Anthony Weiner on Saturdays at 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock, right? 3 o'clock I come on with uh, with Curtis. Right, right. And you guys do the whole right versus left thing, even though Curtis is not very right. But that does bring me to this. You promote yourself as the guy in the middle. I am. No, you're not. You're, you're definitely to the left. By but that's today's fine. definition? Yes. Well, you're not a c- complete wacky progressive. Yes. And I'm not killing you for that. I don't care. But you're not in the middle. I have a lot of friends who are Democrats that propose. I'm in the middle. No, you're not. So with that said, Joe Biden, Anthony Weiner, doing a good job, horrible job. Joe Biden, in your estimation. Doing a good job on the economy, doing a great job oh, well, holding it. Stop right there. Well, this is you're why you're not you in the stop, middle. You don't stop wanna, it right there. You don't want to have a conversation. You Anthony, want... hold on. You made a point that is absolutely ridiculous. What's, what's the, inflation the inflation rate today? 4%. 3%. That's too down, high. Down That's to too high. Of course, That's but it was high. 9 when he came in. Oh, stop it. So Donald Trump had this country humming. You had the Chinese deliver this goddamn virus. I don't want to hear what about when he came in. All this right. country was doing great. Country, this guy, you got inflation through the roof. Nobody wants to buy a house jobs? anymore. Who's, Look at, no, no, he who's created any, more jobs? Hold on. Biden or Trump? He did not create any jobs. What's happening is people lost their jobs over COVID. Now those jobs are coming back. That's not creating no, jobs. You, you, you That's blame a lie. Him, you blame him for 8% inflation, yes, but you don't give him yes. credit for 3%. And I'm also blaming him because the interest rates are going through the roof. You can't got a damn loan from a bank anymore. I understand, but that's how you tackle inflation. But in, oh, inflation no, you don't is, have to do inflation that. Inflation is... Oh, how would you do it then, Mr. Fed? Well, what official? am I, Paul Volcker? No, I'm telling you. Well, this I'm is the way you don't have to. I speak to. I speak to Larry Kudlow. I speak to very bright economic people. He's destroying the country. Larry Kudlow is a Trump shill. Oh, I am not. It. I'm a truth sayer. I'm saying truth oh, you're to you not, on your you're air. a Democrat shill. I mean, you 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 propose yourself differently, but you're a, you're a Democrat. You no, know, if you're going to blame him for nine percent inflation, you got to give him credit for three percent inflation. No, I'm not. 
Oh, you didn't blame him? Oh, if, if eventually I, it was going to come down. You would keep raising interest rates until you strangle everybody so you got the damn number down. I remember, I remember listening to your show a year and a half ago saying this guy's killing our economy with, with, with $12 egg, uh, baskets of eggs. It's true. Well, now it's not. So does he get credit? No, because he had it. He strangled strangled another industry. It's kind of like giving Obama credit for saving the car industry when he had to borrow 19 gazillion dollars. Well, yeah, because he had to to bail out Bush. Once again, it always goes back to to a Republican has to be bailed out. Well, listen, you, you said you want me to give you a Democratic position. That's what I'm giving you. I don't know, Anthony. I just don't know. (laughs) <laughs> what is the biggest issue? Nice job there, by the way. What is the if uh, Chris Hahn did this with you, he'd still be on the damn station. What is the biggest issue nationally right now? I'm well, finding out who left that that coke in the White House. I mean, Anthony, the biggest how issue. ridiculous is that? It's seriously. pretty crazy. But hey, uh, I'm on your side with this. Uh, I mean, look, I, I I just just find out who did it. I don't know. For, it wasn't Joe Biden. It wasn't Hunter Biden. Whatever it is, but someone. But who cares? Thousands of people go through there. Some guy dropped a bag of dope. You got you got forty thousand people at the border today, and ten of those guys want to want to bring fentanyl to crazy. the country. It's a little bit crazy, but I don't I don't mind people making look. These these are day day long issues. We're not going to remember them in a, few, in a few days. I think it is pretty funny. You have a a, uh, a Hunter Biden who is an admitted drug addict. By the way, you know what I think the outrageous thing is, and I know this is not popular with my peeps. I don't like the way Joe Biden keeps saying he has six grandkids when we now know as a fact he has a seventh. Right. If you're going to be the grandfather to the country, in my podcast, I do about it. If you're going to be the grandfather for the country. I'm not saying you have to do anything, but you can't give speeches to kids yeah. saying, I've got six grandkids. I call them every day when you know you have another. And one. how about people like Jake Tapper saying, well, I kind of get it because the lady you had the baby with hangs out with people on the right or the view. Those hags, Joy Behar going, well, you know, what do you want? They're almost offending him. No, tonight. I'm not saying that he has to go to go be their best friend or hang a stocking in the White House. But don't say the fact I have six great kids. You don't think you should hang a stocking at least? I'm not saying pay for the I kids' education. I, I don't Anthony, know. Anthony, he's his grandson. I understand that. But the f- one thing you can't do is lie. Ask the left. Granddaughter. A- ask, ask the left. If Donald Trump got on the stump one day and said, I only had... Do- Don- I- Donald Trump wouldn't do that because no, he's saying- a great father. No, but I'm he's saying... He's a great father. Okay. And his kids are good kids, not degenerates. Right. No, no. I, let, me, let me give you yeah. the example. If he yeah. got on, on the stump and said, I, I was only married twice. I'm right. a family values guy. I was only married twice. Yeah. And we know that that's factually not true. We kill him. Right. Kill him for it. So I'm not saying Joe Biden has any other obligation except to stop saying the words, I have six grandkids. That's fair. All right. So now what do you do the rest of today? I'm just curious. I, 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 I do my... my um, my Sid Rosenberg workout, <laughs> yeah. which is four hours in the gym. You look great. Three of those hours looking at my phone to see if anyone's saying anything about me. <laughs> and then and, and, and then well, I go does, and, this, and, does that bother <laughs> you if people say nasty stuff about you? Like, you'll do the interview with me. You just did it. You were great. You were great. People are going to go, hey, that was really good. People are going to go, that effing Anthony Weiner, what a low life. Is this stuff, does it bother no, you No, because, because that's my, my – if this station is going to be serious about having both views on, and I know John and Margo are serious about that. You can't just have the, you know, you can't have guys who are lily liver just hanging around and whatever. You got to be able to speak up. But I also, since I'm not running for anything anymore, I don't mind being critical of Eric Adams. I don't mind being critical if I think he deserves it of Joe Biden or Hunter Biden and these other things. So the answer is no. And by the way, you probably know this. People are snarky online. People are snarky behind your back. Oh, yeah. People are nice in person. All the time. All the time. They're losers. They're cowards. They will write something nasty about you in 30 minutes later. 
Hey, babe, great to meet you. Yeah, I mean, ha- I, it pe- happens every day. And also, there yeah. is this, I know it's kind of a cliche, there is a silent majority of people out there who are decent people. Of course. You know, they listen to the show, they might disagree with you or agree with you, but they know, you know, they get, they get a sense of you. And the same thing with, with me and politics. They're not the silent majority. They're the overwhelming majority. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like 98% of the people. You have 2% that are loudmouths. They think they run the show. They don't. So here's your last opportunity after a terrific conversation. I want you to do what Dove Hyken did on this show yesterday. You like Dove Hyken? I do. Okay. You know what he did yesterday? I didn't hear it. Okay. Dove Hyken on this show yesterday officially, officially announced he is no longer a Democrat. He is so sick of this awful party that after 60-something years, as of yesterday, Dove Hyken will now register as a Republican. So I want you to do the same here's thing. Here's what I will say. There yeah. is nothing, no job, no thing, <laughs> nothing that a Republican can do better than a Democrat. Nothing. Are you serious? I would chew this arm off before I ever vote Are Republican. you serious? Don't make me go who's 100%. better. Don't make me go who's better in bed. Uh, we know Rosenberg. percent. A couple of a couple of fifty-something-year-old Jewish guys. How old are you now? I'll be fifty-nine in September. Oh, you're older than me. Okay, yeah. we do yeah. look great. Well, that was fun. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for having me on. And, I really uh, appreciate it. Keep coming it. back, and I know you're doing great on Thank the weekend. You. Appreciate so congratulations. It. Thank you. There he is, Anthony Weiner. Two o'clock Saturday afternoon, and then three o'clock alongside Curtis Sliwa.